It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I cannot remember the last time I was in here on a Friday, Scooter. Been a while. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. Are you going to turn Tony's mic on or not? I usually wait till you kick it to him. But. Okay. John Spears here. Tony Burke is here. I was jumping in, there you Scoot. Go. I was going to say, it's Friday. I'm here. What's going on? <laughs> uh, it is Friday. It is January 5th. Welcome to the show. Already in progress. Eminem Cartage Hotline's open. 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, Thornton's text line open as well. 502-414-1450. None of us have our Thornton's Cups today. Nope. I was in a hurry coming from basketball practice. Same. It's my third day in a row. I feel bad. But I'll get get back to it. Here's get, one on the, get one on the way out. Okay, here's the consideration. This is ridiculous. If I don't have a $1 bill or four quarters in my car or in my pocket, I don't stop. Wow. I don't want to I don't want to give them a five and get changed. How do you not have four quarters in your car? He's or used, even enough he, change? He's used them all. <laughs> I do, but I'm using my wife's car because she's in India. Uh, and she, she's keeps, a little more tight. She keeps it clean, which means I have to keep it clean. Um, but Kind of that, like this show. Thornton's text line is open, 414-1450. Stop by today. Get your fountain drink, 32 ounces or smaller, for only 89 cents. That's right, 89 cents at Thornton's. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Big week of college basketball coming up. We are uh, dead in the beginning of conference play. Indiana is now 2-1 and one after that loss in Nebraska. Scoots, did you stay up for that whole thing? Yeah, John, but that was Wednesday night. You all had all day yesterday to talk about that, so let's move on and talk <laughs> other sports. Uh, you know what? That's fair. That is. And, and Scooter, did you li- You were listening yesterday. I you? was. Yeah. yeah, on the way to Midway, yeah. I'm guessing. I was tuned in. Um, Indiana will host Ohio State 8 o'clock on Fox, national TV game mm. on uh, Saturday night. Indiana's 8-1 and one at home. The only loss being to Kansas. Both teams two and one in the Big Ten. Ohio State twelve and two overall. Uh, big game for uh, Indiana. Big big game for both teams here. You don't want to. I mean, two and two is not. It's better than one and three or zero and four. I, I took math at Saint X. Yeah, I was going to say that's impressive. But three and one is so much better than two and two. Mm-hmm. And um, one of these teams is going to be three and one. Pitt and U of L will take the court at the Yum Center in front of I'm going to guess two to three thousand fans. Noon on the CW on Saturday. You going? Uh, no, I won't be there, John. But will there be more fans <laughs> at the men's game than there was at the women's no, game? No, there won't. A good crowd last night. Uh, the women beat uh, Duke, Duke last night, put it on them. 1,000th win in Louisville women's basketball history. Did you all watch that video they put out? I did not. It was I was, uh, after really the good. Bellarmine game, I was having a couple of adult beverages over at our favorite watering hole, and, and, the and, game, I, and the I game happen, was on, so we were watching. And it. I happened to be sitting there when John came in. I didn't know he was going to be there. Just, <laughs> uh, Louisville's 5-3 and three at home. Well, they're 5-8 and eight overall, but they're 5-3 and three at home. I'm looking for positives here. Man, how good does – speaking of positives, how good does 5-8 and eight sound versus 4-28? and 28? Sounds great. You know, Scoot, when I was great watching it. Great is a strong word. <laughs> when I watched them the other night, I thought five and seven. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then I went, wow. What, I can't, where I, where I are we at that we said I'm that about Louisville that. basketball? <laughs> uh, Pitt has lost two straight, including uh, a loss in North Carolina on Monday. They've had the extra day off here. Uh, two days off, actually, to prepare for this big rivalry game. 
against the Cards. Dennis Evans, by the way, has not been cleared medically. He is out, I guess, indefinitely, probably for the season. It's kind of how I read it. So I, the way I, it sounded, they're they're keeping it quiet to protect his uh, HIPAA and all that. They don't, they you know, his privacy. But whatever it is, it sounds like it's going to keep him out for a year. Well, here's the thing that was interesting when I read about it. it said that he could keep his scholarship and go to school. So that says he's not playing. Does he year. even show up at games anymore? Or I don't know. I, I, I could. When I read that, I was like, "Who's the guy that was on the team that's gone now?" Uh, Karan Karan uh, Davis. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the kid that went to Australia. No, Karan Davis. Uh, this side. yeah, you talked about flowers. I don't, this doesn't flowers. sound. Exactly the same, but all of a sudden it's like, well, if you can't play, well, you know, do whatever you want to do. We'll let you keep your scholarship and go to school. But Dennis Evans, seven foot one, he was a project. He was certainly not a finished basketball player, uh, but he was a rim protector who got you five fouls and could play a little interior defense. Well, the issue, I think, John, is he came, a body. came there as a project to work on him to become a really good player, and then they had to play him, and he wasn't ready to play. No, he was not. And now physically, you look at him, how he runs, his lower body is long and weak and had a shoulder problem, it said. So who knows what's going on? Everything's just gone wrong. But, Tony, you're a coach, so maybe you can answer this a little better, but wouldn't getting him out on the floor, isn't that the best lessons he can get? Yeah, but isn't you, that how he approves? Yes, but you have to be con- you have to be careful with their confidence because if they go get beat up too bad, then, then they're, you know, it's tough. It, it, it's a tough way to try to weigh it. You know, in practice, I always tell John this. We talk about the football. We're doing the radio and stuff. I said, practice is harder than the games. And that's where you develop, and that's where you get beat on, and that's where you learn. And sometimes when you throw a young kid in when he's not ready, it can it can mentally mess him up. And I'm not saying that happened with him or not. But, yeah, yeah what's the best way? When we were growing up, I'm, I'm an old guy. I was talking the other day with somebody about this. You played against older kids. You – you know, you had to go out there and prove yourself and get better, or you didn't get to play. And nowadays it's different because there's so much instruction, there's so many good places to go and do stuff that the kids don't have to fight for what they have. They either go, if they're on an AAU, it's called the AAU syndrome. When you get on a team and you don't get to play, what do you do? You go find another team. Yeah. And it's the same thing now in college basketball. If it doesn't work for you, what do you do? You don't, you don't work harder. And, and try to get their spot, you just leave. And individual instruction in practice is the most important thing yes. because you get rep after rep after rep and you learn how to do things the right way and then it translates into the game. And Evans was not able to practice with them, so he's not learning that kind of stuff. Right, and it's just it, it it's just that everything rolling downhill thing at UofL, yeah. it just keeps rolling. Uh, Kentucky and Florida, twelve thirty on ESPN tomorrow. Kentucky's ten and two. The Gators are ten and three here. First game for Kentucky in eight days. There's two ways to look at that. They're either rusty or Cal. What do they used to call it? Camp Cal. Two a days during while they're out of school. Yeah, they're going to come out blazing. I don't know which one you're going to get. Um, I usually lean when in, in a situation like this. I usually lean toward they're going to be a little rusty coming out after eight days off. Florida's six and zero at home. I know they haven't played a very tough schedule. They're not in the top twenty-five. Dangerous spot here for Kentucky. You you don't want to start the season zero and one in conference, especially when you're predicted to be one of the top teams in the conference. Yeah, this would be a really good telling tale for the Cats, I think, because once again, young guys on the road in conference, 
it's going to be rowdy. The rowdy reptiles or whatever you want to call them. They don't ever get anybody there besides when Kentucky shows up. And that, that we'll see how they do. Uh, Antonio Reeves, 19 points a game for the Cats. Uh, that Look, I've watched 85% of their games. I'm just throwing a number out there. I've watched most of the games here. He sure doesn't feel like a 19-a-game score. Well, but all of a sudden, you look at the box score and you go, how did he score 25, 30 points? I had a kid I coached years ago, and I told the head coach, he's going to score 20-something a game. He goes, no, he's not. I go, I think about Reeves. How many runners does he hit in the lane? Probably three. How many three-pointers he hit? Probably three. How many times he go to the foul line? Probably five times. That's 20 right there. Yeah, it, it gets to 20 in a hurry that way. <laughs> Well, and he's he's not. I think the thing that helps him not be noticed like that is the fact that he's surrounded by talent and all these flashy players. He's, I, I, he's I not a guy that you feel like is searching for shots, right? What right. are they talking? What's everybody talk about on the game? Shepard, Dillingham, yeah. Bradshaw, Wagner. You know, Wagner Wagner starts playing well. Yeah, uh, Trey Mitchell, man, he's he's tough. What a transfer! And then all of a sudden, you nobody talks about Antonio Reeves, and then he gets his he gets his twenty a game. Kentucky's averaging ninety one points a game, Tony. Which is third in the country. Cal doesn't know how to coach. Um, they're giving Get up. They're two hundred thirty-sixth in points allowed. But when you score ninety-one, does that matter? No, it doesn't matter. I played. I coached the game that night, John. We scored more points than you can score in a game. And the other team, I got mad about how many points the other team scored. And I go, well, there's that many possessions. They're going to score more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's the same with the UK. So you can watch the Cards at twelve. You can watch the Cats at twelve thirty. You can watch the Hoosiers at eight. Or you can go out to Freedom Hall. Uh, on Saturday, you can come out to Freedom Hall and watch the Bellarmine Knights. Good crowd last night, 27-plus, 2,700. The Knights uh, disappointing last night. They lost to Austin P. 84-68. Had another player who had a virus on Tuesday night and was in the emergency room. He played last night, uh, but he didn't practice for a couple days, and he was obviously not himself last night. So this team... Has been unbelievably snake bit. Coach Scotty Davenport got a technical within the first minute and a half last night. Uh, you're down 7 nothing. They never got within 6 again. Fought hard like they always do, like you expect the Bellarmine team to do. But uh, they are 0-1 in the A-Sun now. They'll play Lipscomb on Saturday. Lipscomb lost at Eastern Kentucky last night. Now remember, you may not know this, so I shouldn't say remember. Let me just give you a factoid here. Eastern Kentucky was picked in the preseason poll to win the conference, <laughs> which is a little surprising. Lipscomb is always good, but Eastern Kentucky, I think, double-digit win last night. Uh, Eight-point. Eight-point win over Lipscomb uh, in Richmond. So Lipscomb and Bellarmine both on one. They'll play 4 o'clock Saturday at Freedom Hall. Um, look, watch Louisville, then go buy your you know, get your cheap parking, cheap ticket, come in inexpensive drinks, come in and watch the night's Hold on. Hold on, John. I, I just have one issue with what you said. Louisville plays at 12. Kentucky plays at 1230. And you're clamoring for people to watch Louisville and then come to Freedom Hall? I'm going to be watching Kentucky. It's just better basketball. I think most Whichever are, game you, you watch, watch. <laughs> when it's over, or if you're like Tony and you're watching eight games on his sports bar hookup down in his basement, <laughs> you, you come to the game after you're done watching the noon window, right? Yeah. Can I tell you something about Lipscomb? <laughs> Absolutely. They, What's their nickname, by the way? Uh, is it Bison? Bison? Yeah, I that think that's right. right. Yeah. They played Florida State. I need the, to know that, by the way. They played Florida <laughs> State the game before. Florida State beat them by three at Florida State. Arkansas yeah. beat them by three. Yeah. So, that's – Eastern played that's really the, well. Uh, or, that's the conundrum the Bellarmine Knights are in right now. 
and they're still injured. They still got guys. Well, they did get oh, good on, news on Bash Whelan last night. He'll be back uh, in a couple of weeks. I'm sorry to talk over it. They beat Florida State bathroom. Yeah, they beat Florida State. I said they lost bathroom. Florida State, for the record, is not, not good. good. Yeah, there was probably at least 400 people there. I, I saw a game that night <laughs> at Florida State. Oh, these crowds. I, look, state of the game, I think the game's in good shape. The crowd's just they're just not showing up for any of these games. I did not hit 25 at Midway yesterday, by the way. Did not. You went under? Under, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's a 1 o'clock on a Thursday. People work for a living. Not us, but people work for a living. So that makes it a little more difficult to get out to the game. What what, what did you buy in your basement? Uh, 70-inch TV. What did I buy in my basement? 70-inch TV. I had to move the 55 upstairs oh, and move the 50 next to it. So that's <laughs> why. That's, Is that a humble brag, Scoots? I can't even tell anymore. <laughs> that's why people don't go to the game. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Absolutely right. If it um, wasn't for COVID, would it be like this? No. I agree with John. It would not be like this because people would not have realized how great it is to stay home and watch the yeah. games. And you all talked about that a little bit yesterday. but Yeah. Well, me and John, Scoot, we went to a Kentucky-Arkansas game. Uh, 10X coach got his tickets. And we had sat with Joker Phillips one time when he was yeah. coach yeah. and sat by Mike Archer. And then – we got tickets, and we had to sit in the third or fourth row of the upper deck. And John looks at me, and he goes, what are we doing? Well, what are we sitting up here for? We can go home <laughs> and watch it on our television. <laughs> so that just kind of tells you the mentality of people. And if you go to the Yum Center, if you're not in the first or second row of the upper level, if don't. you're in any other row, you don't want to be there. No, I agree. You do not want to be there because you got to pay $20 to park, which is criminal in my opinion. You got to pay whatever you had to pay for the ticket. Sometimes you get, you know, you have season ticket holders now are going, "Hey, you want my tickets?" So they're free, right? But a beer is eight fifty. If you want to get a pizza or something, and you're you're out you're out fifty bucks without blinking, yeah, without blinking, easy. You're out fifty dollars, and people can That's sit at home and drink their Mick Ultras out of their cooler or out of their fridge. Walk to the restroom during a timeout, don't even miss it. You're only out fifty dollars, and that's all beer money because you realize you're watching Louisville. It's Ooh. actually, it's actually, if you can get in the Angels Envy Bourbon Bar, it's bourbon money. That's how bad it is. <laughs> I got to get drunker quicker at these U of L games. It's crazy. <laughs> Uh, you know, I've got a media credential, and I should probably go Saturday. They play Pitt at noon, go for at least a half before I head over to Freedom Hall. I'm not going to go. It's, it's too just, much work. And, you can, and it's it free looks, for me. i got a parking pass, pass to get in the game, free meal if I want it. They are so hard to watch that it is an, it is an unbelievable effort to make myself go to these games. And I have no excuse not to go this week. My wife's out of town still. I should go. But you'll sit home and watch Kentucky. I'll sit Kentucky home and watch and Kentucky. Florida. and I'll put Kentucky on one TV and Louisville on the other. And and then I'll leave at 2 o'clock and go do the Bellarmine game. No casino tomorrow? What? That's today, right after the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> got my days confused. <laughs> no, well, no, no, John's got no, his days confused. usually Saturday. Okay. I got my days confused. Gotcha. Ah, I'll miss that casino tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I, did, I did bet your parlay, Scooter. And what's the payout? Sixteen teamer, mm -hmm. all his NFL picks, five dollars, pays one hundred fifty nine thousand nine hundred seventy three. You're going to be like that guy Come that on. they showed on there that hit the big. I'll be fine with that. Yeah, Scooter gets ten percent. I'll so take he'll, sixteen. You'll get about sixteen, grand. and you'll yeah. take me with somewhere. Oh, we're going to Vegas or Cabo or something. Wait, can I only get ten thousand, and you could take me to Vegas? 
or Cabo? Sure. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. All right. So I'll save you six grand. Well, no, you got to be. You got to be here because we're going to do the show from there. And you got to be. <laughs> somebody's got to work He'll the pay. board. He'll know. pay. Trevor. We can work something out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> we'll take a break. Black Monday coming up in the NFL. Which coaches are not going to be around? We talked about it yesterday, but we'll we'll dig a little deeper today. Uh, the unsponsored six pack coming up at the end of the show. The uh, final segment. I was going to try to do some college hoops in here. I'm not going to do that yet. Six NFL games. And I went against Scooter a few times here, so um, I'm sure he thinks those are going to be losses. We'll recap what happened. A couple of really fun NBA games last night. We'll talk about that. And uh, look ahead at the college basketball weekend to come. Some really great conference matchups uh, this weekend, so we'll get Tony's picks on those. All that coming up after the break. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. <laughs> Welcome back. Spears on Sports. With the headphones off here. Didn't know we were back. Presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears, Tony Burke in studio, Justin Kalen manning the uh, very difficult task today, Scooter. Are you okay, man? I'm going to be okay, yeah. Of uh, bo- you know, running the board. There's, there's messing with my log during doing the maintenance shows. Or something? I don't know what's going on, but it's throwing me off. So I do the Bellarmine game last night. And oh, that's a good story. Game's over. And uh, go to break. Come back from break. Start breaking down the stats. You know, it always takes Coach Davenport, I don't know, especially after a loss, 15 minutes to get back out there. So I got to give scores from around the country, scores from the A-Sun. I, and I'm, you know, hey, so-and-so was 8 of 14 from the field, 2 of 3 from three-point line. I gotta, I'm going through every stat I can possibly find. And all of a sudden, my partner, Mark Bugg's phone rings. It's the guy back at the studio. Hey, we're not on the air. Don't you hate that? What? We're not on the air. I look down to Austin Peay's guys. They're going, are you guys on the air? No. Something happened to the Ethernet at Freedom Hall. Long enough for me to not have to interview the losing coach after the game. And what did that get you? <laughs> uh, to Tim Tam quicker. It got me to Tim Tam a little a l- Actually, a lot quicker. They actually honored Brandon Fott last night. Which was that. really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came out at halftime. They did a little presentation and, and a little acknowledgement of what he had done throughout that year and what he had done at Bellarmine as a pitcher. And uh, his whole family was there. Brian, Stacy, they were all there. His brothers were there. Did a little meet and greet after the game where he took pictures, signed autographs for anybody that wanted one, and uh, it was it was cool. It was cool. It's a good. He's a he's a good guy, man. He yeah, really he's quiet. Is. He is quiet. So I I texted guy. his dad. I wanted to have him on at halftime, and his dad never texted me back. So I said after the game, "Hey, Brian, what happened?" I texted. Well, he's he didn't really want to do that. He's quiet, quiet kid. So because of that, I don't think he's going to be on the show anytime soon. <laughs> if you're listening, Brian, we we would like to have him. Yeah, Brian, come on, man. I try to get Brian to come to the watering hole with me. I said, come on, Tony will give you a ride home. You live by him. Yeah, no, I got to work in the morning. I said, what's that like? I know. I thought it was Saturday. Did you no, say that Today's to Friday, Tony. Oh. I don't have a show on Saturday. See, I'm, I'm on, losing man. it. Thank God. Oh, that's just mean-spirited. I couldn't do Saturdays. <laughs> I used to have a show on Saturday. Usually hung over. Uh, First show I had was Sunday evening, 5 to 7. Was it really? That's when you started? Yeah. Hey, so what year I did, did you start? I did it with him, man. My argument was... All the games are on Saturday and Sunday, 
and nobody talks about them till Monday morning. Why not have a sports talk show? A local one. Local one, call-in show on Sunday night, 5 to 7, and you get the jump on the talking about sports. So what year did that start? Wow. (sighs) What year did we do that? It was pre-pandemic. Well, because I know you started the afternoon drive. You've you've got shows from the afternoon drive starting in January of eighteen. So, so it then, had to be before yeah, that. Yeah, before that. Probably wow, they've let you do this that long. Six Probably years. Sixteen, seventeen, seven years, maybe. Wow. That just means I'm old. Time flies. I was old before I started doing this, let's be honest about it. NBA last night. Uh, Milwaukee beat San Antonio game effort by the Spurs last night, but one twenty five, one twenty seven. Uh, that's not that's not right. One twenty five, one twenty one. You know I hate it when somebody says the score backwards. You ever you're, yeah, or, or oh, yeah. writes it down? Oh yeah. Scooter, how you feel about that? Yeah, no, I'm the same. You, you gotta know, say the higher score. The Spurs score. lost to the Bucks last night, one twenty one to one twenty five. No, that's no, terrible. You no. always say the winning team first. Always. I got a lot of issues with people. You, well, you got a lot of issues in general. Yeah, you do. Uh. <laughs> So the Bucks win it. They were nine-point favorites. They win by four. That's a loss for me. Uh, and the game actually went under, which is another loss for me. 246, Tony, the game went under. <laughs> did you stay up for the other game? Uh, I did not. I was watching. I should have. I, I, before we say anything about the game, I watched the first half. I have a show that I was watching. It was late. Turned it on. Turned the game on with t- the game tied. I saw the <laughs> end of the game. Well, Milwaukee's win, Giannis had 44 points, 14 yeah. rebounds last night. He was okay. <laughs> He's pretty good. Uh, Damon, Damon Lillard had 25 and 10 assists last night. Victor, no turnovers either. Uh, Victor Wambanyama, 27 points and nine rebounds. Keep in mind, he's on a minutes restriction. I did play 26 last night, so he went two, two minutes over the minute restriction that the Spurs have put on him. Uh, Vassal. The kid from uh, Florida State, Devin Vassell, had 34 last night for San Antonio. Look, they're 5-29. and 29. They're not good. But you're going to get to watch them on TV because Victor's on the team, and they've been scheduled for a whole lot of um, primetime NBA games on TNT and ESPN. So you're going to get to watch them. They're not great to watch. He's fun to watch. I feel like when I'm watching the Spurs, when he comes out of the game, I change the channel. Yeah. Right? Uh, exactly. Kelton Johnson's fun to watch. You know, they're not a horrible team to watch. But when he's not in the game, I'm just not interested. Yeah, Sohan and Vass on those young guys are good players. But, it, yeah, I, I agree 100%. I, I'm almost to the point I don't watch him anymore because I've seen him enough yeah. that it just doesn't excite me to watch him play. Second game, Tony mentioned it. 130 to 127, Denver. Um, Nikola Crazy. Jokic, the Joker, 34 points, nine rebounds, 10 assists. That's not the story. Well, first of all, the, the Warriors had the ball, and Curry had the ball. Joker steps out to help. He tries to throw a pass, picked off. So they call timeout, and they couldn't advance the ball because Murray had uh, intercepted the ball and he dribbled it. So they had to take it out on the side with three points something left or whatever they throw it in to the joker in back court <laughs> he dribbles to the right side crosses midcourt pulls up contested banks it in to win the game 40 footer unbelievable did you see the barkley interview afterward 
Yes, I did. Charles says, uh, yeah, it's jokingly, of course. Hey, uh, did you mean to find your call bank before you now threw that in? I am happy we won. <laughs> but he was great. Uh, which Joker makes him was great. great. He was great. He's great. And he did go nuts afterwards. He looked like a little kid running around the court, <laughs> jumping up and down. You ever seen the picture of him on seven on Twitter when he's a little kid? Oh, yeah. He looks like me. Oh, Chubby. Real chubby. Just, it's, it's crazy to see this picture of him and think he's an NBA player. Do you all see his interview the other day where he's like, I hate being popular. I just want to play basketball. And he does. Yeah. I mean, he wants to get back to the homeland and his horses. Kind of made me feel bad for him. When they had a parade at the end of the year, he was not happy. I got to stay for a parade. Really? I want to get back to Serbia. And he's got horses and uh, got his wife and kids. And he has no no tolerance. Well, he's got tolerance. But he has no fun having to do things that he doesn't want to do, no matter how much money he's making. How fun is he to watch? He threw a backdoor one-handed pass to Gordon through two people, caught it, went to the other side and dunked it, and they showed it in slow motion. His eyes lit up, and he threw it one-handed, <laughs> and it was unbelievable. Steph Curry had 30 in the loss, Clay Thompson 24. Uh, TJD, four points, two rebounds, two assists in 20 minutes. He's been playing really, really well lately, mm-hmm. and I like – what and I think Golden State likes him too. A lot of people didn't think he was going to be he was going to be an NBA type of player. He's going to be fine, I think. I think so too. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. Bring in Buzz. How are you hey, on this Buzz. Friday, Buzz? Hey, Happy New Year, guys. Thank you, buddy. Thank Same you. to you. Hey, I, I just wanted to say what you guys said early, and Tony said it first, but everybody pretty much agreed uh, about practice being harder than games. Um, I rarely I, agree I with Tony. Was, certainly the case for me i rarely agree with tony but he's right about that one yeah yeah of course i, I wasn't a basketball guy we actually had a bunch of players get suspended my senior year at manual and and the coach at the time had seen me in gym class my sophomore year and he was out scouting the halls looking for players and if he saw me he'd go the other way so <laughs> didn't see that coming. I thought that was going in a different direction. <laughs> me too. I thought you were going to have to score eighteen <laughs> with ten rebounds one night. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the the words I dreaded to hear most at football practice, and there were four of them, were "run it again for Frank," or maybe that's five words, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, that, those hits you took with the leather helmets, you can't really count words very well. Uh, run it well, again. Frank yeah. screwed it up. There was no concussion protocol. Oh, and there shouldn't be. There should not have been. There should be now. There what? should not have been back then. Huh? I can't hear anything. My, <laughs> my ears are still ringing. Oh, good point, Buzz. Yeah, practice is – it doesn't matter which sport we're talking about. Yeah. You learn how to play right. the game if you have good coaching in practice. Is that fair? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Because if the co- I, I if learned, the coaching's good, the I games are easy. I learned baseball in only a few months and never even played a full season. But because I had a good coach in high school, um, I learned a lot, and it translated to doing some stuff in softball in later years. How many players have you heard say, "Thank God we have a game today, so we don't have to go through practice"? Well, yeah, especially, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. Um, it's 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 a totally different. You you play really hard in the game. You do. If you play a lot, you exert a lot of energy. But in practice, I mean, you get beat up. You're expected to do stuff. You're expected to keep doing stuff. And, and Buzz, I'm going to agree with you on that. 
There's nothing like in being actually being the running back and saying, run that play again because somebody didn't block or something, and you're like, they're going to hand me the ball and everybody knows the play. And one guy's probably mad on defense because the coach was yelling at him. So who's going yeah. who's going to take the hit? You're going to take the hit again. Hey, Buzz. Oh yeah. <laughs> Manuel yeah. Manuel is the uh, number one seed in the LIT that starts Monday. What's that about? Yeah, that that uh, well, they've had a good Who? season so far. They actually played Great Crossing, that's the number one team in the state, from what everything I've seen, and played them pretty well early in the season. And uh, Manuel's off to a good start and. Uh, I got to be careful how I say this, but probably the best player on the team last year transferred to the sales. Yep. And yet the team seems to be better this year. I think David Zuber being on the LIT committee has something to do. <laughs> Athletic director with man. Yeah, hey. that, that goes a long way. I'm just saying. But Buzz, I'll tell you this much. Bullet East is playing pretty well. Yeah. And they're, they're not a 16 seed. Oh, I know. I, that's uh I'm I'm anxious to see that game Monday night, and uh, you know, talking about the LIT, you know, it actually started uh, Butch Charmoli at Manuel and Paul Young at St. X were the two guys who put that LIT together and ran it together for years. Yeah, I wasn't born then, so I don't know. Uh, Paul Young. Young. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I keep forgetting I'm talking to kids. I heard Tony talking earlier about being old and thinking, "What's he talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy, have a good weekend. Appreciate the call as always. Hey, just- Hey, Buzz Frank, Just real quick, early quick, leader for Caller of the Year. Comment. You're early leader for Caller of the Year. Let me let me throw this real, out real right, quick. I know ahead. everybody's saying Lamar's going to be the MVP, but why isn't somebody like a T.J. Water or Miles Garrett getting uh, – their teams wouldn't be anywhere close without them. Quarterback. It's a quarterback, uh, right or wrong. Yeah, I know. It is, it's like the Heisman. It's a quarterback award. That's why you have an MVP – and you also have an offensive player of the year and a defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. If if Lamar Jackson's yeah. the MVP, doesn't that automatically make him offensive player of the year? No, it doesn't. You would think. It's not how it works. Think. The offensive player of the year will be Christian McCaffrey or you know, a, a receiver that had a great year or Travis Kelsey if he had a great year. It's not going to be the, the quarterback because they basically said MVP is a quarterback. Yeah. Got you. But, right. but you're right. right. Well, you're right. appreciate you guys. Great show. Thank you, Buzz. Thanks, Buzz. Yeah. I mean, Lamar's going to win it, and he should win it if if it's going to be given to a quarterback. He's mm-hmm. been unbelievable. They're they're gonna, they're the number one seed in the AFC, which we didn't think was going to happen at the beginning of the year. How many teams were picked ahead of Baltimore in the AFC at the beginning of the year? Buffalo? Cincinnati? Kansas City? Kansas City, obviously. Probably, maybe Miami. Uh, so, here you are. You you won the toughest, I'd say the toughest division in the AFC, top to bottom. And uh, you're going to be the MVP for the second time. You win it for the second time, you're in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I, I have a question for you and your, your opinion on this. Should they wait till after the Super Bowl to pick the best player? Because let's say the Cowboys win it. Let's just, for instance. Yeah. And Micah Parsons is just dominates yeah. the playoffs. You know, should he get an award for being on the best team, being the best player on the best team? It's you not know, not a postseason award, right? It's not a postseason yeah. award. Yeah. No, but I mean for the whole year. And he can get but the Super team Bowl that MVP. wins it. But the team that wins it, shouldn't they have like the player of the year? Because their uh, team was the best team on No, because there are years when no, I agree. Uh, the Green, I'm just Green Bay won it as a sixth seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
Aaron Rodgers was not the best player all year long. Yeah, good point. But he was in the playoffs. 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 Um, yeah, Lamar's going to win it, but. Now nah, they'll probably give it to Dion. Oh, I, that's. Dion probably <laughs> thinks he should get it. Buzz brought up the defensive players, but I mean, I think the the one guy that really has a case would be Christian McCaffrey, and that's just unfortunate that it's not going to play out that way. Uh, I mean, get, he's been awesome this yeah, year. Yeah, he'll be Offensive Player of the Year. That's just the way it works. But Ever, if you're asking him, which which one would you rather have, Christian? You want to be Offensive Player of the Year? You want MVP? He's going to say MVP. Well, sure, but they just they give that to quarterbacks every year. It's just annoying. I agree. I agree, but the quarterbacks. I mean. Look at the spreads this week, for example. Christian McCaffrey not playing does not change the spread like Brock Purdy not playing. And that might be ridiculous that to is. say, yeah. sound sound crazy, but that's the way it is. Um, the Rams and the 49ers, what is it? The Rams are favorite here, right? Mm, are the Rams I slight can't. favorites? Scooter, do you remember? I don't remember. Why did I have him as producer i mean i'll go no san francisco's three and a half that's what i thought san francisco's three and a half um the rams are still playing for you know their problem you know playoff spot perfect example and i the, hate this the, is the worst San Francisco's one. a 10 point favorite if brock birdie's playing joe flacco's not playing so the Bengals are a seven point favorite what's that tell you joe flacco was sitting on his couch eating cheetos taking the just kids like to I school do taking Sunday. the kids to school and now he's uh, oh. he's, he's going to be in a playoff game. Over under for shut eye for Flacco on Sunday, twenty five minutes. Think he got, sleeps less or more than that? On what day? On Sunday when they're playing. Did y'all not see the oh, video while of him he's playing? Oh wow! He, Did y'all not see on, the video no, of no, him no. on the bench? What was it two weeks ago that he was sitting on the bench as a starter and he dozing? His head was bobbing a little bit. Dude uh, he, was sleeping on the sideline. No, I would. I choose to believe he was meditating. No, he was sleeping. I, I choose to believe he was <laughs> meditating. Well, why is Pittsburgh a three-point favorite? Uh, because Lamar Jackson. Mason Rudolph, and baby. If Lamar so Jackson. call. <laughs> and they need to win. And if Lamar Jackson was playing, they would be a seven-point underdog. I agree. I mean, that's why quarterbacks win the MVP. As crazy as it might sound, in about every 10 or 15 years, somebody else win. I think J.J. Watt won an MVP one year. It happens about once every 10 or so years. Look look that up, Scooter. Last non-quarterback MVP. And after the break, you get the unsponsored six-pack. I'm very excited about this one. No, I'm really not. I, I think by next year somebody's going to sponsor it because you, you're in the plus column this year. I am 10 games over 500. Yeah, you're killing it. But I could be four games over 500 after this week. And your track record? Yeah, it's not good. It's not you should good. probably bet against me. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. On the big A. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke, Justin Kalen. All together for one last segment this week. I'll miss you, Scooter. That's not true. Uh, yeah, I won't miss you. Uh, by the way, finish up on Nikola Jokic, Tony. Last five, last four games. Excuse me. Last four games, the Joker is thirty-nine of forty-four from the field. He has missed five shots in the last four games. 
Yeah, I heard him talking about that. I think he just smiled. I asked him, you know, what he was doing different. He just smiled. I couldn't understand him. If he was six foot two, would you have picked him up at the park? No. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's crazy, unbelievable. Crazy how good he is. And the, it took the media a long time to realize from the eye test that this guy's really, really good. He's almost unstoppable. I don't know how good he is defensively, but he's he's tall and long. Seven feet tall and wide. You know, so you run into him, you're running into a brick wall. But offensively. And he plays on his tiptoes. He, you, know, you don't see any slam dunks out of Nikola Jokic. It's incredible. Fun to watch. Uh, two NBA games on the t- telly tonight at least the regular telly, the Knicks in Philadelphia, ESPN 630. Philly's a six-point favorite. Uh, I like the Sixers. I whispered that to you. And then Memphis and the Lakers. Lakers have been awful. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Memphis and the four tonight against the Lakers. In fact, I already have. <laughs> Rumors are Darvin Ham's got the uh, – the locker room's got some issues. They, they That's hard to believe with the Lakers. Yeah, with LeBron and – AD, you know, I mean, they're leaders. They're just born leaders. And those guys, LeBron's on, a leader. And those other guys called the Clippers. I mean, they got leaders over there. They got Harden and Westbrook. And, wow, and they're playing great. I know it. What has happened? Woo. Uh, what are you going to do? All right, two uh, top. Well, top twenty-five last night. Arizona clobbered Colorado, ninety-seven Ooh. to fifty. Colorado was eleven and two coming in, feeling good about themselves, and they go to Arizona, and the Wildcats say. Not so fast, my friend. For what it's worth, Colorado plus 12 and a half was tre- <laughs> Trevor Kelsey's big X, big bet of the day. <laughs> Yikes. Whew. You only lose by 35 there, uh, <laughs> Trevor. Well done. 15th ranked Memphis beat Tulsa in a AAC game, 78-75. Uh, another close one for the Memphis Tigers and Penny. James Madison still undefeated. The 19th-ranked Dukes are 14-0. They beat Louisiana 68-61. That line was six, by the way. Not exactly a smackdown there. Uh, Gonzaga, Tony said they would cover. He was right. They beat Pepperdine 86-60. Pepperdine, remember, lost to Louisville by 20. So if Gonzaga only had to give them 20, that was a good bet, right? To me, it was, yes. (laughs) And uh, tonight, a couple of top boy, good games on FS1 tonight. If you're sitting at home looking for some good college Scoot, hoops. Scooter be watching Purdue. Nope. 6.30 UConn at Butler. Butler's 10-4 and four, uh, playing in the Butler Fieldhouse there. Always fun to watch. UConn 12-2, and two, fourth ranked in the country. Connecticut is a six-point favorite on the road there. And 8.30 Illinois and Purdue number nine against number one in the country. 11-2, and two, fighting Illini. I watched a lot of that game against Northwestern a couple Blasted nights ago. Them, didn't they? They, bla- they crushed Northwestern, and they look good doing it. Without uh, Terrence Shannon. Yeah, and Brad Underwood's got a – he's got about eight guys that can really play. Uh, Purdue, ten-and-a-half-point favorite tonight. Got to bet Purdue. I know. It, I know. Vegas wants you to bet Illinois, Illinois in, in, when they put that number out like that. And I like Illinois. I liked what I saw the other night. I saw them too. But you're right, Purdue, I guess. All right, conference play, it is in full effect uh, as we as we speak here. We're in uh, the fifth day of January, and now the games really start to mean something. 
22nd ranked Ole Miss, 13-0, and Tony, under Beard, Chris Beard mm-hmm. at Ole Miss. Uh, they're not cheating. Tennessee <laughs> is at home. They're ranked fifth. They're 10-3, 6 o'clock on SEC Network. Who you got in this one? The Vols at home? I'll take Tennessee at home. I don't have, I have, I don't have any spreads yeah, we don't have a line. Games, by the way. I'd, like, I'd like to see a line before I take it, but Tennessee's tough at home. Uh, we got a few lines here. I don't have one for that one. I do have Florida plus one, Kentucky minus one That's in Gainesville. Well, that's scary if you're Kentucky. That is scary. Scoots, Florida's ten and three. No, I realized that, but I was I was thinking and they're this, at home. I was thinking it'd be closer to two and a half, three. So one's kind of a wonky number. That's the only. Well, there's a couple. Clemson's one over Carolina at Clemson, <laughs> uh, and Clemson just got run out of the gym in Miami. So what's that tell you, Tony? Bet Clemson. Yep. Because Carolina's been playing pretty good lately. Uh, Auburn and Arkansas. Auburn is a five-point favorite on the road. The Hawks have struggled. But, you know, if you're Louisville right now, Mick Cronin's not having a good year and Eric Musselman's not having a good year. Probably the two guys you're looking – you are at the top – near the top of your list. Well, Arkansas got their guard back, Minifield, and he had a bunch the other night when I watched him. Are are Musselman and – and Cronin doing this on purpose because they know their names linked with Louisville. <laughs> yeah, that's their strategy. We don't. Scooter. We don't want to go there. Let's just that's be a bad. Good call. You might be right on that. <laughs> uh, uh, Indiana spread is not on there yet. That's an eight o'clock game. Maybe that's why. Let's see if there's a spread on the cards. Uh, no, no spread on the cards yet either. Uh, all right, give me some winners here. Kentucky oh. minus one at Florida. Uh, if you were betting, you'd have to bet Florida, but I think Kentucky. Well, they'll win a close game. Uh, Louisville and Pitt cards play. They do play better at home. If it's a close game, Louisville loses, but they're not going to. They're not. Gonna but if it's it. a big spread, Louisville wins. No, no, not either. Ohio State, Indiana. That'd be a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Hoosiers play much better. Much. At home. Uh, that's why I would take Indiana at home. All right, time for the uh, unsponsored six pack. Drum roll, please. Six NFL games this week. Good luck to you. If I were you, I'd bet against me, but I say that all the time, and I'm 10 over this year, so maybe maybe this is my one year to be a great prognosticator. Let's start with Saturday's game. Indianapolis at Houston. It's a night game uh, on Saturday, 8-15 on, a- on ESPN and ABC. Indianapolis at home is a one-point underdog. This is a win-in-your-end game, either team, win-in-your-end. There's a lot of love for Houston and C.J. Stroud right now. I've heard Tony Burke like. I've heard Scooter, I think, likes Houston. Mm-hmm. I've heard other you know TV talking heads like. I'm going to take the Colts here just because everybody else likes, in, likes Houston. I'm going to take the Colts and the point at home. They got a good coach. Steve Steichen is a good coach, former Philadelphia Eagles. Shane, Shane Steichen, offensive coordinator. He's really good. Give me the give me the Colts. Tampa Bay and Carolina. It's at Carolina. The Panthers do not have the first pick in the draft, so this has nothing to do with draft status. They traded that for Bryce Young. They're playing out the string. Tampa Bay needs a win to get in the playoffs. They're only giving up four and a half. I'm taking the fighting Baker Mayfields here. Everybody is. I know, and it includes me. Not me. Sometimes, Tony, everybody's right. No, you're you're exactly okay. right. But that four and a half in that game just scares me. If I'm a it's, Tampa, I feel Bay like fan. it should be seven at least. Right? 
Uh, New England at home against the Jets. This is a game that means nothing to anybody. However, this could be and probably will be Bill Belichick's last game as head coach of the Patriots. It's going to be bad weather. Turnovers will probably make the difference in this game. I'm going to take the Patriots. I'm going to give the Jets one and a half because I think it's going to be one of those emotional games we're playing for Bill, all that stuff. Bailey Zappi, I'll take over Trevor Simeon. Give me New England minus one and a half. I like your play there. And go under on that one, sports. (laughs) (laughs) Philadelphia at the Giants. The Eagles need a win and a Dallas loss to win the East. They play at the same time as the Cowboys. Giants have been playing pretty well. For that reason, I'm taking Philadelphia. Look, Nick Sirianni wants his team playing well heading into the playoffs. They have not been playing well the last couple of weeks. They need a feel-good game. I think they get it in Jersey against the Giants. Give the five and a half. Bad weather. Giants fans don't like the Eagles. Yeah. It's going to be a tough one. All that's correct. But Eagles, they need they, want, fly, they need to feel Eagle, good. Fly. They need, Trevor loves that pitch. Green Bay and Chicago, that game is in Green Bay. The Packers can get in the playoffs with a win and I think maybe a little help, but they need a win. The Bears playing out the string here as well. I'm taking Green Bay and giving the three. I know Tony and Big Al took Chicago in this one, but I'm taking Green Bay and giving the three. So that means I bet it both ways, so I'm good with that. And finally, Miami and Buffalo, the night game. The winner is the AFC East champion and the two-seed in the playoffs. That's huge here. Miami's getting two and a half at home. If Buffalo wins, we've been on Buffalo's case all year long. If they win, they're the number two seed in the East. I mean, I mean in the AFC. And they win the AFC East. But I'm taking Miami because they're at home here, plus the two and a half. I think they win the game outright. Tua, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Mostert, A-Chain, too much offense here and they always play better at home buffalo's going to go out of the playoffs here and be a big disappointment to everybody when this game's over give me the give me the dolphins i kind of agree with you john because i, I, I look at those picks everybody's picking buffalo so there you go indy plus six plus one excuse me at home against houston tampa bay minus four and a half at carolina new england minus one and a half i can't believe i'm taking the patriots and giving points you made fun of tony about that all I season know. well they took points i'm i'm dumber i'm giving points <laughs> that's the best bet of the day mark that one minus one and a half against the jets philadelphia minus five and a half at new york giants green bay at home minus three against chicago and miami plus two and a half at home sunday night football Against Baltimore, uh, it's been a fun week and a half here. But two uh, things, real quick. Mama gets home Sunday night. Tyreek Hill guaranteed he was getting two thousand yards this year. How much does he need? He needs two hundred eighty-three on Sunday. That's not so happening. Not going to happen. Second thing, I would really advise anybody out there that's gambling, keep an eye on those games that are in the Northeast. With those systems we got moving through here tonight, and then also tomorrow night, it's going to be sloppy. Am I going to be snowed in tonight? No. No, we're not getting well, that We're not much. getting that stuff. No. Okay, I was a little nervous. You made it's me actually nervous. north of the Ohio is where more, most of it will happen. Southern Indiana High School basketball on the Big X tonight. Jeff at New Albany, big rivalry game, 7.30 tip, 7.10 pregame. Matt Dennison will bring you all the action. Jeff at New Albany. What do you got this weekend, Scooter? Uh, I've got Lanesville and South Central tonight and then midway tomorrow. So, busy weekend for me. Bellarmine basketball tomorrow on ESPN 680. Our friends over there, myself and Mark Bug on the call. Lipscomb 
at Bellarmine, 4 o'clock tip, 345 pregame on ESPN 680 and 105.7. And uh, tomorrow night right here on the Big X, big game for the Hoosiers, Indiana basketball, hosting Ohio State. Uh, Buckeyes are 12-2, and two, the Hoosiers are 10-4, and four, both teams 2-1 and one in the conference. On Fox tomorrow night, major who, network college basketball for the Hoosiers. Who, 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 Hoosiers. See you Monday. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.